thinking to myself, like, I can't be the only one who's frustrated with this. So I was like, no, let's give it a go. Let's try to make something cool and different that doesn't exist in the area. Body Shop Fitness is kind of the result of that. Hello, Superset family. We've got Jeff Nelson on this episode, who's the founder and owner of Body Shop Fitness, LLC, not your average gym in Falfall, Washington. The greater Seattle area has no shortage of big box commercial gyms with all the equipment that you need to be in shape. But the serious lifters and competitive athletes, myself included, almost without exception, prefer the smaller specialty meathead friendly gyms where the real work is done. While I was training for my last competitions, my training partner Tim told me, he was like, Colt, you gotta check out this place called Body Shop in Bothell. They have this thing called the Tsunami Bar. They're all decked out with this all-American made arsenal equipment. Meet me there tomorrow morning and we'll get a session. I was sold before I went, but even for the first time. They got all the fun stuff that I didn't have access to before, bamboo barbells, strongman equipment, and a seemingly endless selection of cable attachments that I didn't even know existed. And my personal favorite, lots of mirrors to flex. <laughs> uh, I can use chalk and let the animal inside of me loose without annoying everyone else because everybody that's there just loves to work out. And you can see it in everyone that's there. It's a gym that everyone loves to go to and there's a common vibe among all the members that they share that you can feel as soon as you step inside. It's a real cool atmosphere. Um, everybody there just loves to lift. Every Seattle trip that I work out at Body Shop, I'm surrounded by athletes that are better than me which is how you get better. So there's a mutual respect for everyone that is there because whether you're in shape or not, um, pretty much every workout is hands down. It's just flat out a good time. Uh, Mr. Jeff was grateful enough to offer some of his time this morning to share what it was like to start Body Shop and how he created the culture that he envisioned. Body Shop Fitness can be found on their website at bodyshopfitnessllc.com and on Instagram at bodyshopfitnessllc. We kicked things off on this interview by discussing what prompted Mr. Jeff to open up a gym in an area that already has lots of gyms to choose from and how he created something unique and niche. So in the Buffalo area, there's a lot of box gyms around. There's um, you know, the LA fitnesses, the 24-hour fitnesses, stuff like that. But <clears throat> there's not a lot of uh, independent stuff around. So, um, you know, there's there's a, a pretty significant competitor and powerlifter community around here and, you know, people that just like lifestyle fitness yep. uh, that the big box gyms don't really cater to that. Gym rats like us. So uh, and I was actually one of those people. So um, I was, you know, I, I've lived around here my whole life and uh, I got tired of training, at, you know, 24 hour fitness and, and just trying to make do with a lot of their equipment. So I, I figured uh, you know, I was kind of corporate warrior at the time and I, I was, you know, I thinking to myself, like, I can't be the only one who's frustrated with this. So I was like, no, let's give it a go. Let's try to make something cool and different that doesn't, doesn't exist in the area. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this, this, uh, body shop fitness is kind of the result of that. Awesome. Um, did you have prior gym experience before? <clears throat> Were you a trainer at another gym or, uh, no, I was a competitor. Um, I'm, you know, and I've been, you know, uh, a gym rat kind of my whole life more or less. Yeah. But, you um, did really well in NPC, um, classic physique. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun competing. And uh, but I as far as like uh, industry experience, having jobs and stuff, I've never worked in a gym a day in my life. Yeah. Uh, I was actually a banker before uh, owning this place. And then when I was in grad school is kind of when when the idea came to me. So this is just sort of been a learning learning experience as I go. Still figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Uh, so most, if not all, from what I can see of your equipment is made in the USA. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, you've got this big American flag hanging on the ceiling. Uh, mm-hmm. Your Instagram shows a lot of support for veterans. So has biting the bullet for getting higher quality equipment and your American pride been a contributing factor in the patriotic vibe among your community here? Um, so, I mean, so I'm an army veteran myself. Oh. Um, well, thank you for serving. So it's just sort of, oh, thanks, man. Again, really didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and that's, you know, I'm not uh, trying to, um, you know, make any kind of real statement about like how I'm having the flag or anything. I just, you know, I, it's, it's my country. I love it. And, yeah. you know, if, if I thought it would be, um, it, it, you know, reflects my personality and what I'm trying to build here. Um, and so, uh, you know, all my equipment is, is Arsenal strength. So it's all made in Tennessee. And uh, from day one, when I was shopping around, like looking for, for equipment, trying to figure out what company I wanted to use, um, Arsenal just kind of stuck stuck out to me as like the best option because their stuff is uh, catered. Uh, they cater to my demographic, right? You know, the people that are like lifestyle fitness, like training hard and, and their stuff is built for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then just the fact that they're made in Tennessee and, and uh, Andrew Hall, the owner of the company, he's also a Marine. And so we just kind of hit it off. Well, and we come become good friends. So mm-hmm. That's sort of sort of the, where the the roots of all the uh, the American stuff came from as far as so awesome yeah it's a sm- small world my new brother-in-law as of yesterday he just got married to my sister-in-law Taylor, taylor's sister perry yep um he grew up just a couple hours from arsenal strengths headquarters in in nashville oh cool okay in, in tennessee yeah cool uh so yeah so on the arsenal equipment um why did you opt for all the arsenal equipment over more like well-known brands um mostly because they have different stuff that um it, it just it works better for the type of training that we do here yeah. um you know the the big kind of name brands like life fitness and cybex and hammer strength and all that stuff like they make good stuff mm-hmm. but it's all very basic and um uh, you know like i've got a vertical leg press so i've got a, a standing that leg vertical leg press and... destroyed my legs yesterday <laughs> every time i come here i have to hit it and it's, yeah. not, it's not in my workout program or anything but i'm like man i never get to use a vertical leg yeah, press. So I've, and it's... that trebuchet one too the one that Oh like, yeah, the, uh, your, the pendulum squat, right? It's your quads. Yeah. yeah, I call it the trebuchet. That's what it, looks like. <laughs> it does look like a trebuchet for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, you know they make different stuff that uh, you don't find in other gyms, and they've put a lot of time and energy into figuring out the ergonomics. Um, you know, making stuff as effective as possible. So I just fell in love with it when I started using it and trying it out, and yeah. uh, just you know, and then the company on top of that, like, like their service and kind of what they stand for just resonates with me. I've become good friends with the, the, the folks over at Arsenal I just dealing with them. And so, yeah, um, it just seemed like a good fit. Well, once I started shopping around and I didn't really get that feeling with any other company and mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've used, you know, anyone who's ever been to basically any gym anywhere has used all the other stuff. So you kind of get, you know, you know what the, what the deal is, but this stuff is a little mm-hmm. bit unique uh, and you don't find it anywhere. So it was just an, uh, on top of just loving the stuff. It was a good market differentiator and just creating something different that doesn't exist mm-hmm. in other places. So, yeah, it's, it's a different feel like using, using this equipment versus something else. I, I would say the other ones feel smoother, but these feel almost more mechanical in a way that you're more in tune with everything that's happening inside the machine. Like you're being an army vet, you, I hope you'll appreciate this, but um, I built my own AR-15 recently, mm-hmm. and and when and when I when I use it and when I charge it, like I can feel everything happening inside of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so I I kind of get that same feeling here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean it's you know it's it's a lot of that, and uh, the this stuff is also it's very simple. Um, you know, there's not a lot of like you know 
moving parts on most of it. So yeah. um, on top of it being really simple, it's also really humbling. You know, they put the the fulcrums on a lot of the pivot points a lot further forward. So yeah, if you're used to loading up four plates and something, do two here. Yeah. Know, and that kind of thing. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a different experience training on this type of equipment for sure. And something that I've noticed is every, every other gym that I go into, there's pretty much always a maintenance guy that's fixing stuff. And mm -hmm. whenever I come work out here, like I never, I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't look like, I mean, like you guys, you're doing some construction and stuff, whatnot, but um, like, as far as the machines go, I never see somebody having to like, repair everything in the way that um all the big box gyms that i go to it's like it's yeah. like they have, they have a full-time staff just dedicated yeah. to fixing everything because it's all shipped from overseas yeah yeah so yeah that's uh what's great about this stuff is um you know if a part if a part breaks because stuff does break but i mean you know it's commercial quality stuff so mm -hmm. um you know everything is going to get broken here and there but uh they're in tennessee so i just email them say hey can you overnight this to me and then they send out a new part the next day mm -hmm. and you know, usually it's just like a pin or yeah and there's and they're so good on their social media too like you yeah. don't you don't get that with all these other big companies that have been around forever you yeah know? it's like ta tag them in your instagram posts and like you know nothing ever happens but when i when i tag um arsenal strength they're always reposting my stories and sharing and stuff mm -hmm. but i'm like hey it makes me feel really special <laughs> yeah yeah awesome so uh Growth. We we were we were talking before about how your clientele uh, developed primarily by word of mouth epidemic um, and and by Instagram. So mm -hmm. was was this word of mouth as as simple as you just like opened up your doors and you told a bunch of people to share it with your friends and that spread from there, or did it take some more effort on your part to get the ball rolling? Uh, that's kind of a wild story. So uh, when we first opened, uh, so we I opened November of gosh, what was it? It was November of twenty nineteen. Um, and then the pandemic shut everything down March of 2020. I think I have those dates correct. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were open four months to the day prior to the shutdown. And so when I first opened, we actually had a pretty good little pre-sale. And um, you know, I have like a pretty awesome like retail location. So I was trying to leverage that as best I could. You know, putting yeah, signs it's, on it's the perfect. front. You're right next to a, a super dope bar that's really well known and. Uh, between a couple grocery stores, coffee stands, so lots of traffic. Yeah, so tons of traffic. So, you know, I've got all these windows out. Like when we first opened, I was doing right. a lot of the traditional marketing, you know, just like I was covering my windows with like, you know, pre-opening specials and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And, and had uh, a big know, grand opening and some yeah. pancakes and stuff. Yeah. And then I was, you know, calling all my friends, telling them to come in here and bring their friends and trying to do that. And it was working and definitely, you know, I was like happy with how things were going. And then the pandemic hit and we had to shut down for a while. Um, and then, uh, basically once I finally opened my doors back up, cause I stayed closed for, I don't remember exactly how long it was. I want to say it was right around 60 days or so I was, I stayed closed and then I just couldn't afford to stay closed any longer. So I finally, um, opened back up and I never, I don't even remember like announcing to anybody that I was open. I just told a couple of my friends that they wanted to come work out. They could, and they could bring friends. Mm -hmm. And it was like within 24 hours, uh, the place was full. It was like as soon as word got out that there was a gym that you could get access to, like during the pandemic, which, you know, was a huge risk. It was a huge business risk, uh, you know, as far as like, you know, dealing with the state and 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 all the 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 risk of being shut down and all that stuff. But oh, yeah. um, it was like, I, I think so COVID in that sense, like the whole shutdown and everything kind of did me a favor as far as getting my brand out there and getting people aware that I just even existed. Yeah. So because um, it was like I told to like literally it was like two or three people that they could come come train here if they wanted to and you know if they wanted to bring friends they could and then just like it exploded and like the phone started ringing off the hook um i was selling like 40 memberships a day like it was just bonkers literally we had a line out the door of people waiting to sign up for memberships for a while there which was 
kind of terrifying as a business owner to have a line <laughs> out, out, out of your business when everything is supposed to be shut down. I bet. Um, but uh, uh, and we, you know, we definitely had to deal with that side of things a little bit. But um, as far as like, you know, just getting the business up and running, like things are moving along, like on track to, you know, what basically what I had hoped for prior to the shutdown. Um, and then once we reopened, it was like things exploded. And I, I'm probably like two years ahead of where I anticipated being mm -hmm. now that like thanks to COVID, yeah. um, which was not, I wasn't trying to take advantage of any situation or, uh, you know, or like, you know, like, you know, give, give the man the middle finger uh, about the rules or anything. I was just trying to survive because, you know, it's expensive to keep this place open. Yeah. So I well, can and, and, and helping other people survive. Yeah, you know, exactly. West, West Coast Fitness and Lacey, they, they stayed open. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and it's just the same thing as you, you know, it, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't about trying to make a statement or anything. It was like, no, look, like people need the gym right now. Yeah. And yeah. and and people come here for their mental clarity and for their and for their peace of mind. And to take that away from people uh, can be dead. I mean, it, it was detrimental to me. It really was. Yeah, I believe it, man. Yeah. So it uh, it's uh, that was actually one of the most rewarding things about like the whole situation is like when I did finally open my doors. It was like story after story after story of people coming in and just like. I can't believe like you're, you're saving me right now. You know, like the, just, just the, how yeah. grateful people were to have a play, an outlet, you know, a physical right. outlet to be able to come in and, and, you know, get that energy, especially since everybody was cooped up all year last year in their house. So they didn't really have a lot of options. So that was super cool. Um, mm -hmm. And then, and then now things have kind of mellowed out as far as, uh, you know, all the crazy restrictions and everything, but it's, it's, uh, you know, my brand is now out there. So people kind of understand a little bit better, at least in the Bothell area of what this place is. And it's been, it's been a pretty, pretty awesome uh, experience so far. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You're good. You're good. I'll, I'll set it out. No problem. Um, all right. So dogs. So your dog Yogi is uh, like everybody's best friend here. And <laughs> not only that, but it looks like you actually encourage other people to bring their dogs into your gym. And I'm like, I'm not even a dog person, but I can't help but smile when Yogi comes up to me in between sets and wants a little love and stuff. And like, so that's, um, that's kind of different, but I mean, at the same time, I love it. So is there, is there a specific reason? Uh, not really. I'm just a dog guy. I love dogs. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I've, um, you know, I, I wanted to make this place mine and I wanted to make it different and, you know, a place that like you had an experience when you come here and, I don't know. I feel like having dogs running around saying hi to you between sets, like it just creates a better experience. And yeah, you know, like my little guy, he's, you know, he's passed out right here. Like normally he's out there saying hi to the members all day long. And I don't know. I just, it just seems fun to me. So I figure if it was fun to me, maybe we'll try it and, and see if the members like it. And so far I've had nothing but good responses from everybody as far as like having the dogs hanging around. So yeah, it's just been like a cool thing that we are able to do since, since we're an independent place, I don't have to deal with, you know, all the rules of corporate, it's just one of the little perks of, of being an owner, I guess. Exactly. Uh, if you had to start over, would you, is there anything you would do different? Oh man. Uh, that's a big question. Um, I think I probably would have looked into how tough the regulations are in various cities, uh, a little bit harder. Cause like, so I'm in Bothell here and now I know, I didn't know at the time, but now I know that Bothell is, as far as like red tape and dealing with regulations and opening a business, like Bothell is like one of the hardest places to do that in, in Washington state. They just, it's an absolute nightmare. So like I never want, if you're, if you're thinking about opening a business in Bothell, uh, I'll be honest, don't, it's terrible. <laughs> um, 
yeah. So just just doing more research on that because uh, when I when I finally signed a lease on this place, I had been looking for a location for like a year. So I was kind of you know it was at, it was at like the peak of the market. So there was just no inventory available as far as like places to lease. Um, <coughs> excuse me for like a commercial space. So uh, when I finally found this place, I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. Like this is this is the perfect location. But uh, the red tape turned into a nightmare. That was months and months of just waiting on on the city of Bothell to approve everything. So that's probably the biggest one that I would, I would say I would do differently. I don't know that I would have still said no to this location because this location is fantastic, mm -hmm. but it was just, uh, that was a kick in the balls that I wasn't, I wasn't ready for, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you think about opening up a second location, right? Uh, kicking around that idea. It'll still be a little while before I'm ready to do something like that, but I'm definitely, um, kind of, that's the, the direction that I'm eyeballing. Yeah, cool. for sure. So any, um, any idea where same area or, um, I mean, obviously not in Bothell. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right now I'm kind of eyeballing, um, a couple different places. It's yeah. I don't want to like put a name to any of them yet. I'm not quite ready to do that. I'm still kind of figuring out what, sure. you know, how everything is, uh, going to play out. Um, but hopefully in like the next year or so I can get, get another one up and, up and going yeah. fingers crossed you know yeah um is, is there a is, is there a challenge that caught you by surprise other other than other other than um the area that you didn't expect when you opened up body shop well i sure as hell wasn't ready for a pandemic that was not yeah, my business yeah, yeah, plan yeah. that was probably <laughs> the big one um uh, yeah other than that i mean as far as like running a business it, you know i, I you know I wrote out a pretty detailed business plan. I tried to mm -hmm. go through as many different little details as possible when I was setting this place up. And I will say like, if you are thinking about opening up a business, like you can't get too detailed, like go through, build as detailed a plan as you possibly can. And then when you think you have enough detail, go through it again and add more mm -hmm. and you will only do yourself favors mm -hmm. um, because that, um, I, I didn't know if that was the right thing to do or not. I was just given, you know, taking a stab at it and it, like having that much detail and having a plan for every little thing um, paid off tremendously. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the biggest thing that um, I, I came to appreciate. And it, it also like having everything so detailed, it kind of took out a lot of the surprises other than like the crazy stuff like COVID. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so yeah, as far as like the day to day and just how everything works. Yeah. There's no real surprises there. Um, other than maybe the, how exhausting the hours get when you first start like that was not really a surprise but it's sort of like you don't really realize how many hours you're putting in it, until it, you're putting in and as many hours true. as you're putting in you know yeah. that kind of thing so but um did you have any help at the start or was it just you just a one-man show uh i was a one-man show here for until about two weeks ago i finally hired my first employee and uh, really but uh, i mean i was one-man show as like on paper but like my girlfriend was always in here helping me out when she could and had a lot um, of hands on deck yeah i got sure. like a lot of friends that would kind of help me out as they could here and there but as far as like the actual day-to-day -day running of the place yeah i was a one-man show which fortunately this place is like just the right size like it's about as big as one person could kind of handle mm -hmm. um any bigger and it would be a bit much and any smaller and it would be too small of a facility. So I, yeah. And that wasn't planned. I just got kind of got lucky with uh, as far <laughs> as like the size of the place and it being big enough for a one man to handle. Yeah. So, but my life has gotten considerably easier in the last week. I bet that I finally got a little help. So, and, and you being a bodybuilder too, I would imagine that there's probably been some exchange of goods too for, for, for like, like I'll help you out with this. If you help me out, like, cause man, like my, 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 my attorney, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, 
I'm giving nutrition plans and my coaching him and stuff. And, and, and it's like, right, how much do I get? Oh my God, nothing. Just take it off my bill. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's been, that's, yeah. That's one of the awesome perks of uh, owning a gym is I know people in every different like sector of the economy and right. you know, people are always happy to, you know, work out trades and deals uh, where they can, which has been pretty, pretty cool. And yeah, you know, find like the guy that's doing the electrical work and the, in the remodel right, right on the other side of the wall from us, like I'm trading him a membership for, for his work here. So it's, right. Yeah, that's been a, a pretty cool perk. So. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. I was having, I was, I was doing T-bar rows like right next to where he was working. I was like, bro, like, can I, can I, can I, can I use the T-bar row? Like, is, is that right? And he's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Like I'll just get the cords and everything over. So <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, were there any like big serendipities when you opened the gym? Like, oh, cool! I didn't realize this would happen when, when you when you open this up. Or, um, yeah, like the the big one just being like how many people you get to know, and then watching how do you? I don't even know how to put this. So like, what I, I guess I did what I ne never really thought of or anticipated was how like watching everybody get to know each other and like creating an entire network of people that yeah. now know each other that yeah. did before. And that's like, like, that's like the biggest thing that you notice when you walk in the doors here. Yeah. And like, I didn't really like, I never even thought about that. Like that was never crossed my mind prior to, to opening this place. And then now just watching it every day, watching this crazy network of people that now like hang out be outside so rewarding. the gym. Yeah. It's super cool. It's probably yeah. my favorite part. So it's like, this, it's, it's like clockwork. It's like the same crew every, <laughs> yeah. every, every morning. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, this guy's on that machine. That guy's on that machine. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So supersets, as you know, a superset is when you train opposing muscle groups in a way that they complement each other and the performance on seemingly unrelated exercise like bench press and chin-ups, for example. You can do more on your bench by the end of the workout. You can do more on your chin-ups by the end of the workout because of the pump and a bunch of scientific things that a lot of people don't really know. But you actually get better at both exercises by the end of your workout. So has your experience in classic physique and your own bodybuilding training been a superset that makes you a better gym owner, um, better in your relationships, um, other aspects of life outside the gym? Probably the biggest, I guess, thing that, that relates, like that makes, I guess, translates to owning a business from like competing and that side of things mm -hmm. is just um, having a solid understanding of like what a good gym is and mm -hmm. like how to be, be being a dedicated user of the facility like translates tremendously in being a, a business owner of a gym um which a lot of gyms the you know the owner doesn't even use the facility um that's kind of like the stereotype in the fitness industry is like you know owners don't even lift i, mm -hmm. I try very hard not to be that because you know i still have ambitions as far as competing and all that stuff goes. yeah because before we so. before we started recording i, I asked you i was like because most other gym owners that i talked to I was, oh, they, they just get completely burnt out and they yeah. and they lose their physique and they get out of shape and yeah and, and so that's that's inspiring to hear that that's not the case with you there's, there's hope yeah. there's hope for me then I'm, yeah I'm, just, <laughs> I'm still trying man yeah it's i mean because yeah, like we were talking about earlier is like uh, I've, I train less, train less and less hard now than I ever have owning a gym. Um, finally, I'm sort of coming out of that funk for the last from the last two years of you know, being a one man show. Now that I have Dave in here helping me out at my training in the last week has gotten immensely better, but it's it's tough um, training in my own facility. I actually often go over to, well, I've got a couple other buddies that have gyms as well. I, I work out outside of my gym a lot just so I can just, you know, like actually get a workout headphones and on yeah hood up and just be left alone and nobody yeah. needs anything from me um so it's yeah it's just a challenge to keep that training intensity as the mm -hmm. owner but it's 
I love I love being here. I love being in my facility, and I love hanging out around my members. So I, it's fortunately for me, I've, I've like set myself up to be in a place where I want to be. So that allows me to like keep training, and you know, I, I haven't slacked off entirely. I'm still, um, you know, I, I'm trying to compete. Hopefully this fall, so my training should oh, be wrapping wow. up here. Hopefully, you know, we'll see just how business goes and all that stuff. I'm not like um, you know, official on it yet. I'm still talking to my coach. We're kind of. Yeah, kind of tentatively planning stuff right now, but we'll see. That'd be awesome. Yeah, are you yeah. gonna do classic physique again? Yeah, yeah, nice. So that's my that's kind of like my category. It's where I feel like I'm what I'm built for. Me too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, I'm all I'm all about the old school, the, the classic poses. And what's your What's your favorite pose? Uh, I don't know. I just like mandatories, like the comparisons and all the mandatories. So yeah. like any anything. Well, you got well, you got the solid build, so you probably do you know, pretty well. It's just that I, I, go, I go for the more artistic poses. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, like it's funny enough. I actually hate posing routines. I like doing my routine on stage. Oh, that's, I the best, hate, that's the best part. Though. That's, no, my, that's, that's my favorite part. <laughs> the worst part for me. I hate that. Like if I could skip that all together, I would. Cause I just like the competing. I like being up there compared, you know, like actually feeling like I'm competing against the other guys on stage. Like yeah. that's my favorite part. So then like, as far as like doing all the, all the routine stuff where you're just trying to like, you know, do the old school which i mean that's cool too and like i like you know hitting the most you know favorite classic pose and all that stuff but ah, if i could skip that i totally would <laughs> <laughs> yeah not, not not to be weird but like the over the over the summer when i first met you i, I, was, I was like holy cow like he has he, he has a solid x frame like your your proportions and everything it's uh, it's, it's it's very well balanced i'm trying man thanks i appreciate it yeah, yeah it's uh, you know, we're all the day you start lifting is the day you're forever small. So in my mind, you know, I'm fighting that battle, right? We all are. So. I know. Yeah. There's just, you know what? That's another thing I love about this gym is that the I haven't figured out scientifically like why this happens, but um, it, it, I think it's like the low ceiling and stuff. Like you ever go to a comedy club and and there's and it's like a big auditorium or something and like the jokes just don't go just don't land. But if you go to a real comedy club, like the ceiling's low and everything and the yeah. dynamics there, and then like the energy is just crazy. Like I think that's one of the reasons why. I like this gym so much, but, uh, but when I look in the mirror, like I look big. And when I go to these bigger gyms that have like bright lights and everything, like I just look tiny and I, I'll have a good <laughs> pump and everything too. And it, but it messes with my head so bad. That's funny. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. So if you could offer one piece of advice to an aspiring gym owner that wants to open a niche bodybuilding gym, similar to like what you did with body shop, uh, what, what advice would you send them off with? Uh, probably, I guess the big thing is just, figure out what, uh, how do I even put this? Find something different, be different than what's available out there. Cause right. You can't, Cause um, you can't compete with LA. Fitness. Right. Yeah. You can't compete with the box gyms. Like, you know, create something that ha gives people a reason to want to come to, to your place over something, you know, anything else that's out there. Right. Find something, find a gap in the market that doesn't exist. Right. You know, be it just different kinds of equipment or a different vibe or, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you like um, see that doesn't exist currently. That's that's going to be your biggest one. And then the other thing is just don't quit. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it's been a huge inspiration to me and can't wait to come back here and see you first thing tomorrow morning. All right. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was an <laughs> honor. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Hey, Superset family. Thank you very much for listening. We'd love to hear what you think of the show, so any ratings or reviews are very much appreciated. We have a new episode every Saturday morning, so please subscribe so that you don't miss those. 
At the time of this recording, which is May 22nd of 2021, we have lots of exciting things coming up. So if you would follow us on Instagram at Superset Your Life and subscribe to our newsletter, which is by the link in our website, then we will keep you updated on what's new. Right now, though, we just added some new Skull Bells vinyl stickers to our merchandise page uh, about the size of your cell phone and with the new logo done by the amazing artist and comedian friend of mine, Flicking Jane Malone. Robert Sykes and Joseph Gomez, previous guests on our show, they're called the Keto Savage and Joke Daddy, respectively. Um, they both have their own stickers for their brands, and so I got kind of jealous and I thought it was pretty cool, so now I feel almost as cool as them. They're super high quality. Um, you won't be disappointed. They're five bucks each, so stick them on your laptop, your refrigerator, your cat. Um, it's a discount code, discount code, hashtag Skullbells for 20% off at checkout. Shipping's on me because all it requires is a stamp and uh, I can swing that, believe it or not. Thank you very much again. God bless you. Bye-bye.